0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the good news... Major League Baseball, we cashed both tickets on Wednesday, so that's a positive. The bad news, we lose in college football. We also backed that bet on Twitter, so we end up with a losing day. Not a bad day. We lose $30.48, but let's recap the card real quick. We played the Padres over the one-and-a-half runs of the first five at a plus 105. They scored a two-spot in the second inning to cash the ticket for us. Then for good measure, they put up a monster number in the fifth, to go on to win the game. Then we had the Yankees under the one and a half in the first five against Verlander. He had to dance out of some trouble in the third, but he got the job done and we cashed the ticket. Then, well, I'm not gonna blame it on anybody, but I'm just gonna tell you the story. Georgia State is up 14-0 over App State after one quarter. We're on the plus nine and a half there. It's midway through the second quarter, and my wife turns to me at the dinner table we're at a family function. The food's ready to come out. And she said, Put your phone away. The scores will be there when we're done eating. Well, we didn't have a long meal. It wasn't like a three hour meal. We didn't even get dessert, to be honest. I pick up the phone as we're leaving the table. It's 2814 App State. So I'm not blaming her, but I'm just saying I was up 14, nothing when I was allowed to check the scores. Then when I get to see him again, I'm down 2814 and I have a losing day. Not blaming anybody. Maybe it was the App State offense that did me in or the Georgia State defense, but yeah. Okay, let's get to the card for Thursday before I get kicked out of the house. Let's start in the National Football League. It is New Orleans at Arizona. So a pair of two and four teams here desperately needing a victory. They're gonna play hard tonight, I know that much. So bet number one, we're gonna play the Saints and the Cardinals under 21 and a half points in the first half. So the Saints are giving up a ton of points here to date 26.3 per game. But I said the same thing about the Seahawks last week, and Arizona only managed to muster nine points against them. So both teams have significant game-time decisions that could impact this one. The Cardinals do get a top-wide receiver back in Hopkins, but they lose Brown. The Saints will still be without several key weapons, and I'm not even sure who's starting at quarterback yet. I think it's Andy Dalton? Maybe? not sure. So we get a ton of points and we might get a ton of points in the second half, but I see rust and sloppy play in the first half on the radar, not exactly going against the trend for Thursday night football. I'm going to play the under 21 and a half in the first half between the Saints and the Cardinals. Then one prop bet in that game. I'm trying to learn from past mistakes. We'll see if it bites me here, but I'm going to play Kyler Murray, the Arizona quarterback under 246.5 246 and a half yards passing. Opposing quarterbacks against the Saints have won under this number in the first three weeks of the year, and then they've gone over this number in the last three weeks. So, 50 50 so far. Kyler Murray himself has gone over this number three times this year and gone under this number three times. But when you peel it back a little bit, his over games included 58 attempts against the Rams. 49 attempts against the Raiders in that crazy overtime game, and 42 attempts against the Eagles. I'm not expecting a game script with Arizona tossing it around 40 plus times. So I'm going to grab the under 246 and a half and hope Mr. Hopkins doesn't burn me deep. Next up, we got a college football, and we're going to lead off in the Sun Belt. Yes, it's another battle in the belt. I lost on Wednesday. Hopefully, I get the money back on Thursday. It is number one, South Alabama hosting number two, Troy. So since losing by one at UCLA, South Alabama has rattled off three consecutive wins against Louisiana Tech, Louisiana, and Louisiana Monroe. Since losing to App State by four, Troy has rattled off four consecutive wins against Marshall, Western Kentucky, Southern Miss, and Texas State. So these teams appear to be a mirror image in several key categories. They have good passing games and both are good at stopping the run. We know the atmosphere will be electric. Afternoon classes have actually been canceled on the campus. The game is a complete sellout. I normally like unders, but with a solid rush defense on both sides and good air attacks, I expect this game to go over the number in the Sun Belt. So I'm going to play the over 46 and a half between South Alabama and Troy. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Virginia plus the three at Georgia Tech. So don't look now, but Georgia Tech is in sole possession of second place in the ACC Coastal Division at two and one, winning back-to-back games over Pittsburgh and Duke. So the coaching change definitely sparked things short-term for the Yellow Jackets, But now here during the bye week, the running back coach resigned and you start to wonder if they can maintain the momentum with a staff in limbo status. Meanwhile, the Cavaliers are the last team remaining in the ACC without a victory. As one poster on the Cavs message board said this week, UVA's point total hasn't been old enough to drink since week number one. That's right. The Cavs have averaged only 14.6 points per game over the last five weeks. You look at the remaining schedule, this is the most likely winnable conference game for them. They're coming off a bye week. I think the Cavs are gonna steal this one. So I'm playing Virginia, plus the three at Georgia Tech. Then we got a Major League Baseball. No first five team totals have been posted yet. The Astros are a minus 150 on the money line. The total for the game is at seven, weighted to the under at a minus 120. It is Luis Severino going for the Yankees, Vramber Valdez going for the Astros. During the regular season, the Yankees had a better average, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage against lefties. For Houston today, it's lefty Vramber Valdez getting the start. He's a 17-6 and six on the year, a 2.82 ERA, a 1.16 whip. Home ERA was significantly higher with a 3.54, versus a 2.27 on the road. This game's at home. His night game ERA was higher with a 3.06 versus a 2.40 ERA during the day. This is a night game. His post-All-Star ERA was higher, a 3.02, compared to a 2.66 prior to the All-Star break. Of course, we're post-All-Star break. One postseason start against Seattle this year, five and two-thirds innings, two runs. One start in the regular season against the Yankees. He lasted six innings, giving up three runs. Valdez is good, but not good enough for me to play the under one and a half, if that's the number against these Yankee bats. I'll post the official play in the show notes once the number's posted, but I expect to be in the Yankees over the one and a half in the first five. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. I hope to be back with you tomorrow. My wife doesn't kick me out of the house. In the National Football League, We're on the Saints and the Cardinals under the 21 and a half in the first half. We're on Kyler Murray under 246 and a half yards passing. In college football, we're playing South Alabama and Troy over the 46 and a half. We're playing Virginia plus the three at Georgia Tech. And then in Major League Baseball, we anticipate that we will be on the Yankees over the one and a half in the first five. We'll post that official play in the show notes. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.